Hope everybody's having a good weekend. We are now into November. Into the final stretch in a, a lot of things. Uh, 2020. Man, it seems like yesterday that we were all cracking 2020, you know, the TV show, the news show, 2020 jokes on uh, New Year's Eve or midnight, New Year's Day, whatever, however you want to see it. And then uh, we had a pandemic. And now, you know, November's kind of the, we had Halloween a couple of days ago, or yes, depending on what time you're watching this or listening to this. Uh, then we, you know, had now Tuesday, gosh, dang it, I'm act, talking like Joe Biden here, because I got 99 things on my mind, um, but we got, we're on election eve, technically, star date, November 2nd, 2020, uh, about 1.30 a.m. here in Ohio, and the Buckeyes won yesterday, so give me an O-H, and then you say I-O, all right, we can't hear each other, so it doesn't matter, um, the Raiders won today in a, a, a snowstorm, not the worst snowstorm I've seen in Cleveland or in Cleveland Browns football, but the Raiders won in the frigid shores of Lake Erie. The autumn wind is a Raider. And so in that way, my weekend was good. I'm going to tell you something that wasn't as good. Before our politics talk, um, so there was a, a young lady I've been talking to, and she always seemed like a nice person, and she could still be. I won't judge, but, uh, as you are, you know, I saw her on I saw her on the Satan of the Internet Facebook. So I sent her a friend request. We had a couple conversations online, liked each other's posts and whatever. And then uh I gave her a couple rides. She needed a ride somewhere to and fro. So I helped her out. Uh, and then she posted some big spiel about her boyfriend cheating and texting other girls and blah, blah, blah. And I tell you, oh, I'm scratching my nose. Uh, a woman that looks like this shouldn't have been dating the guy that she was dating. But whatever um just saying you're it's a strange world we live in but you know i've done this online meeting and dating thing and uh there's a girl that i still talk to she's out in old tex texas and you know she's she's okay but uh this other one, she came up with this cockamamie story about why she couldn't go out on a date with me tonight. And I'm like, all right. I, I kind of called her on it, like uh, called into question what she said, like her excuse. And so she said she needed money for a phone card to... Uh, because, you know, she couldn't go out anywhere uh, and leave her son with a babysitter and not have a phone that works. So, I, you know, being the generous guy I am, she didn't really ask me for money. So I gave her, you know, a few bucks. And then she, you know, 
She's like, yeah, well, you know, I still need more, you know, for the phone card. I'm like, yeah, I knew that, but, you know, you got to have a friend or somebody other than me you can hit up. Um, but then, <laughs> that was all bullshit, because as I was uh, on my way to work, and uh, I said, hey, I'll, I'll help you out some more. You know, we've hung out a couple times, you know, driving around in my car. You know, her story checked out about the the babysitter on the phone card and stuff, I thought. Then I see her getting arrested. <laughs> so the moral to the story is, number one, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go a different route. If you are one of these people that con people, that con others, that scam people online, and, you know, you think you're slick, you're paying for your drug habit, you're, you're just, you don't want to get a job or something, so you, you get people online, you catfish, I, I think maybe it's called. You sucker guys in and get them to, you know, send you money. This is like the first time I've ever done, uh, sent somebody I've met on. Well, I didn't meet her online. I met her before that. So, and then uh, she quit or got fired from the job she was working at. I used to frequent a business that she worked at. And then her face popped up as uh, someone you might know, that thing on Facebook. I didn't even know her name. I just knew her as the cute girl at the store. And uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, she seemed like a nice person. Sent her a friend request. And I mean, I only got taken for 20 bucks, so it wasn't the end of the world to me. But, you know, she wanted more and more. She was messaging me, oh, if you don't send me like 40 bucks, if I don't get 40 bucks right now, this minute, I'm going to go to jail. And then I messaged her. And I think she's, she sent me a message that was intended for someone else. I don't know. But she said, I'm at such and such a place. And so I call her and I say, hey, where are you? I thought you were at the police station because you were in an accident. That was her excuse for getting arrested. She was in a fender bender. And I'm like, they don't fine people $40 on the spot. Uh, I think part of her story was, well, it, you know, I have to pay off the tow truck driver to not tow my car, my sister's car. That's why she needed the $40. And she's like, if I don't get it right away, they're going to take me to jail. So that didn't add up. But as the night went on uh, and the pestering for money kept up, I'm like, man, more and more of this story ain't adding up. Then I found she, obviously, when I started getting arrested, or I started talking to the police, they didn't arrest her unless they were arrested and released. Um, but the story about the kid and the babysitter and all this didn't add up because... When she sent me the tech, the instant message, she was hanging out in a known drug den, drug haven, drug house, uh, a housing project, but one particular part of this housing project, because I'm in tune with the locality, is a major drug area. So that blew her story for me. So I just blew it off. Hey, I got to work. I'm not making a lot of money tonight. Maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. Uh, the, you know, and uh, I, I got to get going. I'm not sending you any more money. Okay, well, you've tried to help me. Uh, you're a nice guy. I'll, I'll talk to you in three to six months when I get out. Okay, God bless you. And she texts me back, thanks. Or instant message me, thanks. I guess I'll read the police reports and the magistrate report and find out. But, you know, you people that scam, scam people like me, think you're scamming someone like me, 
Um, you know, yeah, I sent her 20 bucks towards a phone card. You know, that's like an hour or two of work for me. Um, yeah, like an hour's work. But, you know, you got to think about what you're doing to someone emotionally and mentally. You know, I'm, I'm strong in Christ. So this scam didn't hurt me much. Uh, yeah, it kind of did bum me out that I got played or, or she was trying to play me. But, you know, you can really hurt people when you do this shit. And so y'all need to watch your con artistry and so on and so forth. Um, you know, there's some guys and, and girls, it happens to women too, uh, that can't handle it, you know. I'm not trying to date online. I'm not, you know, I guess I have. I mean, I, the friend of mine who I trust very well recommended um, the app called Bumble, B-U-M-B-L-E. Um, what else? Uh, the other one, OkCupid. Okay I, I got nothing on, on this stuff. You know, I... You know, I read up on, you know, what you should put on your profile, what words, keywords, this, that. All I ever got was catfished. You know, uh, you get into a little conversation with somebody and sometimes not a day or two would pass before they were saying, uh, can you send me, uh, you know, an Amazon.com card? Like, how does that help you pay your bills? And then they're like, oh, well, you know, I'll sell it to my neighbor and they'll give me cash for it. Like, can I just, you know, why wouldn't, or they want, yeah, they want these Amazon.com cards because I don't know if it's less traceable. I mean, obviously you can buy and do anything on Amazon, but, you know, it's like, get real. Don't, don't play with people's feelings, you know. Some of them, they start, like, after a, an instant message or two. Oh, I love you. God sent you here to me. God meant us to be together. And it's like, oh, good grief. I mean, I'm, I'm a very strong believer in God. If you're doing that and, you know, using the Lord's name to con people, pack, pack your best G-string for Judgment Day and... Be ready to go where it's hot. Uh, but th this is just something that, uh, you know, kind of chapped my butt tonight. I had a good night work at work and stuff. So, uh, hell, I'm smoking a, you know, medium-priced, good-tasting cigar. And she, this chick that tried to play me is probably smoking crack. So... Eh, I guess I made out on that one. <laughs> well, I'm going to, uh, for a podcast, cut this 15 minutes and go on to another topic for your Facebook and YouTube viewerships. We'll, uh, be back with another video shortly. Oh, come on, cooperate, technology.
tuning off through that minute of steel guitar playing. But, uh, so I'm back here on Panic Attack with Big John. Uh, if this is Facebook or YouTube, you're watching a whole new video. Uh, if you're on Anchor.fm or the Anchor app or Spotify, we're continuing now uh, back into my original originality of topics, uh, and that is politicking. Um, and yeah, you know, I, uh, may delve into something local just off the top of, top of me head. Um, you know, there's a friend of mine. No, I'm not, not going to do that. He, he's going to win, so it don't matter. Um, so we'll just go to what was in my notes. Um, there was something funny I heard tonight on, uh, the, um, Jim Door show, Jimmy Door. Let's look look that name up and see if it pans out here. Man, we are having a windy of a night here in Ohio. Um, kind of a, it wasn't exactly hot or warm by any stretch uh, the other day uh, or any time recently. <laughs> um, In the, yeah, the the recent days, weeks, um, yeah, but uh, I guess we have had an even bigger change in the weather. The wind direction changed or something, and we had some lake effect snow. Um, up until, uh, well, I was coming from. Old Youngstown, old Y Town OH, uh, the home of the Youngstown tune up. If you don't know what that is, Google search it. It's pretty interesting. Uh, but uh, as I was coming down, I, I hit the glacier line, and you can see the difference in the snow that comes off the lake when, as it goes from the uh, flatter part. Of Ohio which was carved out by glaciers uh, and then you get to kind of the hillier part where the the glaciers push the, the land up into and form the hills and uh, north of that we'd say like north of Lisbon Ohio north of the city of maybe starting at the city of Columbiana uh, and up towards Youngstown and then obviously towards the lake. Uh, when the, the north winds blow south across the, the lake, it picks up moisture and you get what's called lake effect snow. And man, you can really see the difference uh, in, from what's called the snow belt uh, into the not snow belt, I guess it would be called. Uh, the roads in the snow belt were bad, covered, just enough snow to make it slick and uh, difficult if you're not a great driver like me. Um, that's why people tell me, you're number one. You know, they hold up that one finger, you're number one, number one driver right here. Um, no, just kidding. They only did that when I had a Trump sticker on my bumper. Um, but... came home tonight, turn on Jim Door, because uh, he had a, a segment up on YouTube that he was talking about, um, now I don't know how to say her name, is it Kamala, or is it Kamala? See, I was used to wrestling, and it, and it was, com it was spelled the same way, it was Kamala, the human, or the, Kamala, the Ugandan giant. He was actually a truck driver from Mississippi. But, uh, we'll just call her Kamala and to hell with it. Um, she did a 60 Minutes interview where she cackles at everything. And 
Oh, you're just so silly. Oh. Um, and it was Jim Dore was breaking this down. And so we go and I he Jim Dore brought something up that the day she was announced as Biden's vice president that the stocks for private prisons rose because she has such a bad reputation of uh, locking people up and keeping them locked up for uh, small crimes, any crimes. But, you know, th this is interesting. I mean, did our private pr prisons, pardon me, uh, privy to her? Are they are they invested in a Biden-Harris ticket? Uh, you know, door brought up D-O-R-E not like the door on your house. D-O-R-E Jim Door. Check him out. Uh, is he correct that, you know, prisons will make more money? Now, I read some articles where they were saying private prisons support Trump. I don't know how, you know, a corporation... I mean, I do know how. I mean, obviously through money and uh, advertising and endorsements, people can s support a specific candidate. But I, anyways, it, he brought up how interesting it was. She was known for arresting people and so on and so forth based on uh, how private prisons went up in value on the stock market when she became vice presidential nominee. Uh, also, he played on there, again, her uh, laughing and bragging about how are we going to get kids into schools? Uh, truancy, uh, in other words, skipping school, leads to this huge mountain of problems in life. And she said, you know, when you become a, a district attorney, Usually you get a badge with that. And she's just got that big shit-eating smile on her face. And, you know, that badge is usually prominently displayed at the top of your letterhead. So we sent a letter to every parent in the school district of San Francisco. A letter that said, these are the things that happen when your child is truant from school. And... You know, they listed, you know, likely to be injured in a violent crime, act likely to commit violent crimes, all this stuff. And how she planned to not just put the children in juvenile hall, but we're going to lock up the parents too. And she's just so happy with herself. And she said, I got a call from one of my uh, clerks, and he, he said his wife took that letter out in the living room and made their kids sit down, and, you know, she read the letter and said, if you kids skip school, mom's going to go to jail with you. Uh, and she, Kamala's still smiling, she goes, objective accomplished. She didn't say truancy went down, didn't give any statistics. She bragged and laughed about scaring one parent into having a talk with their kids. And let me tell you parents, you need to have a lot more talks with your kids in life, liberty, uh, of happiness, whatnot, because uh, that's the problem. Too many single parent homes, uh, too many fatherless homes. Um, you know, I grew up without a father, but I had a strong mother and I had strong grandparents who were a big influence in my life. And, and I'm lucky I'm not a statistic, uh, but I was blessed. I wasn't lucky. 
I had a mom that prayed for me every night. I had a grandma that prayed for me. I had a pap that prayed. That's grandpa where I come from. I had a pap who prayed for me. Uh, and I had elders of the church that prayed for me. So, um, yeah. That's why I didn't need Kamala Harris to threaten my mom with a, a truancy letter. And I was truant a lot from school. I used to, I did this thing one time where I, uh, I, 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 uh, I, uh, I did a Joe Biden impersonation. No. Um, my, it was specifically my senior year, but I was like, man, I want to start out all gunfire. I'm going to get good grades this year, make my last year my best year. Not going to miss any school. I made it through the first month-ish of school. And I got the flu. That was before flu vaccinations were a big thing. In fact, I think maybe back then they had to stick the needle in your schnoz or something. Weird. With the flu vaccine. I don't know. I We didn't get flu vaccines in 1995. That's all I'm saying. So, um, got sick. That ruined my perfect attendance. But... I had went to school enough days in that first month or month and a half. I don't know. I think we had, I think we have four, uh, who cares? The first part of school I attended enough days that I could get sick. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, I could get sick one day a week for the rest of the school year and still graduate. So, I got within one day of the automatic fail date and, uh, attendance and graduated with straight C's. Damn proud of it. <laughs> so, Kamala, there's your truancy for you. I have... Just to brag a lot a bit, I have wined and dined with as many kings and queens as Kamala Harris. I've had uh, photo ops with just as many powerful people and supposedly powerful. None of us are truly more powerful than the other because God is almighty and all powerful. But uh, as many important government figures as she has. And, uh, God bless my mom and grandparents for, for raising me. God bless everyone who ever made a smart aleck remark, picked on me, looked down on me. Because you made me stronger. And you made me want to be something better than average. Maybe I am that. Maybe I was that. Maybe I will be that. But I'll always, always... Without any help from the government, put my faith in God, put my faith in myself, put my nose to the grindstone and work like an American should work. So another hard-working American is our present president, Donald J. Trump. Some pretty interesting things have began to unfold and I wonder, whoa, 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 wonder if sometimes giving Democrats too much credit, they didn't, add, I wonder if they, they agged people on to vote early in case there was a falter by their candidate late in the election. Uh, the Joe, Joe and Hunter Biden laptop from hell scandal is a proven fact. These emails, uh, <laughs> secret names that they went by, boy, you know, H, boy, that's really difficult to figure out that that stands for Hunter Biden or the big guy is Joe Biden, but that's all been confirmed. Hunter was a show company for his dad, taking money and holding it uh, 
for a later date uh, for his pops. But uh, some other interesting factoids. Trump was in Atlanta, G Atlanta, Bad Street, Atlanta. G Man, my hairline is receding. Um, I'm going to have to do something with my hair soon. Sorry, I'm looking at myself in a camera for those on the podcast side of things. I can't see what the hell I'm doing. Um, but... Trump had a midnight train or rally in Georgia, or a late night rally in Georgia. And then he jumped a plane and flew to, to Florida for a midnight rally. And I was watching this, and there was like, there were 30,000 people, they said, in Georgia. That's like a small city. And then there were... I don't know how many thousands in Florida. There are 23,000 watching on Facebook. Uh, and then as he reached closer to the one hour mark, uh, it dropped. It went down to like 16,000. Um, but, you know, these things are interesting. And, you know, something Trump said at the Florida rally was... Um, you know, we can stay all night because this is the last rally of the day. And he's going to do five more rallies on Monday, the day before the election. Uh, he and Biden are both going to be in Pennsylvania. Joe Biden might pack a phone booth with his constituency. Trump will have tens of thousands of his rallies. And kind of a telltale sign that Trump was going to win PA the last election was uh, he had uh, another midnight rally uh, around Pittsburgh area, the Pittsburgh, somewhere in the vicinity. And it was like 30 or 40,000, 20,000 people showed up. Now, I think it was like 10 or 20,000. Uh, and these rallies in 2020, he's getting 30. So the numbers of people are going up at his rallies, but yet he's going down in the polls. Does not make sense. Um, but the, the crowd was chanting. This was amazing. Um, I went to multiple George W. Bush rallies in 2000 and 2004. And saw him speak live at other events in between those. Um, and, and I never heard anyone chant God bless you to him. And he was like the biggest Christian, you know, uh, we were supposed to have. And he talked openly about his faith in God. And uh, to the point where Democrats tried to use it against him. Uh, one debate moderator asked him. Would this was a popular thing in 2000? The moderator said, Would you take a saying like, What would Jesus do into the Oval Office? Remember, we all walked around with the not all of us, some people walked around with the little bracelet WWJD, What Would Jesus Do? Uh, and, and George W.'s answer was. Uh, well, no, or he said, well, maybe more like God help me. So the moderator said, would you take a slogan like, what would Jesus do into the Oval Office? W said, maybe more like God help me. And then all the other Republicans on the debate stage said, oh yeah, me too. I, that's what I would do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the, we were called the religious right back then. And... Uh, we were his base, you know, the religious right. Uh, but anyways, I never heard anyone chant God bless Bush or God bless W at one of his rallies. But tonight in Florida, I was listening, like, are they saying, are they chanting God bless Trump? And they were, they really were. They were chanting God bless Trump. Um, I mean, just amazing. Um... So, 
uh, again, uh, something else at the midnight. Oh man, this could, this could be a stinger tomorrow. This will be the headline from the media. Uh, the crowd was chanting "Fire Fauci," and Trump responded, "Don't tell anyone, but give me a little bit after the election." Ooh, cringe. Maybe not a good thing to say during a pandemic that you're going to fire the leading epi uh, epidemiologist. But, you know, Dr. Fauci, I, I think he's been right and he's been wrong. Uh, I do believe Trump acted accordingly with the information he was given uh, at the beginning of this pandemic. And at the end of the day, it's a virus. Um, 7 billion people are eligible to catch a virus at any moment, including this one. And every country on earth, just about every country, uh, we won't say every country because there might be one or two that's not, but everywhere is seeing a resurgence right now, just like was predicted. It was predicted there would be a surge in the fall because it's, you know, snot time, Everyone's coughing more, everyone's sneezing more, and, you know, the droplets of cough and, you know, the stuff that comes out your nose uh, are flying around. So, yeah, we knew there was going to be a resurgence this fall. Um, Trump went on to call himself a perfect, wonderful physical specimen. I just thought that was hilarious. Uh, then he made fun of the media that all oh, that, you know, they, I said that before and they made fun of me. They didn't get sarcasm. Yeah, you know, that's something liberals are supposed to be like the slap, happy, smiley. Oh, just live, live, love, peace, free, do whatever you want. Man, and liberal Democrats, socialist Democrats, whatever you want to call them, they've turned into the crotchety, grouchy old curmudgeons of politics uh it's crazy uh uh you know trump uh, back to fauci for a second trump said you know fauci's been right and he's been wrong on some things remember back when this first started he said don't wear a mask fauci said don't dare wear a mask now he's saying everyone needs to wear a mask for the next two years you know frankly you know I don't, I don't know if masks are effective or not. One minute the CDC says don't wear them. The next minute they say wear them. One moment the World Health Organization is saying, oh, we got to lock the world up and throw away the key. Don't nobody leave your crib for, you know, a year and whatever. You know, hide under your bed. Uh, now they, the uh, World Health Organization is saying, uh, Lockdowns are bad, or yeah, lockdowns are bad. Uh, World Health Organization, Dr. Fauci, well, no, pardon me, just the World Health Organization was on record. Oh, no, it can't be spread from human to human. You have to eat a bat to, to catch this. Then the next day, they're like, no, it can be spread just by having someone breathe on you from, you know, five feet, 11 inches away. So everyone stays six feet apart. I mean, guys, we can all get this. Sadly, some people will die. 99% will get better. I don't know what to say. Everybody can get sick. You cannot blame the World Health, well, World Health Organization will be kind. You can't blame Dr. Fauci. You can't blame President Trump. You can't... Uh, Blame, uh, what's his name, the Prime Minister of Great Britain, Boris, Boris, whatever his last name is, Boris Johnson, yeah, maybe that's it, yeah, who cares, uh, <laughs> he's the Prime Minister, he's a cool guy, Brexit, baby, Brexit, but, uh, yeah, you can't blame one person or one organization, we could blame China quite a bit. I mean, you know, Trump was wrong at first when he thought that China was sharing information with us and 
he complimented China, and oh, how quickly he turned against them and said, Whoa, wait, whoa, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. The, the, these, they lied to me. Now they're going to pay because they hurt the American people. So, talking about turning. Turn, turn. Let's turn the page on this for a little bit. So, turning, turn the page. Like the, who sings that song? Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Turn the page. Um, Trump last go round in 2016. He actually set some records, and this is a Pratter. Rather Pratter? Is that a word? No, it's not. Rather uh, strange, but he got uh, 8% of the black vote and 8.5% of the Latino vote, which were big numbers for a Republican. Um, bl blacks tend to vote over 90% Democrat. Uh, you know, I don't know what the rate for Latinos is. Um, but in this, la this latest cycle, after the third, well, second, pardon me, the second presidential debate for Joe Biden, the third presidential debate for Donald Trump, because I count the Savannah Guthrie town hall as a debate, because uh, she debated him for 20 minutes. Uh, and I still say the supposed presidential debate commission needs to hire professional moderators who moderate uh, like college debate team competitions. But what do I know? Uh, so Trump right now has uh, support of 31% of black voters. That's humongous. Humongous. Um, last time in the election, he got 8% of the black vote. So... Right now, in the Latino community, he's got 36% of the Latino vote, or at least 36% of Latino voters polled say they support Trump. Now, if Trump inches, if he gets 10% of the black vote this election, okay, Let's 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 look at minimal numbers. It helps him win the electoral college. Uh, it helps him in the popular vote. Uh, if he gets ten percent of the Latino vote, that helps move him towards uh, an electoral victory and maybe a popular vote victory. If, uh, as Vernon Jordan. No, that's not who it was. I think it was Tim Scott, pardon me. Tim Scott said that you know Trump got 8% of the black vote last election and he will get 16% this time. That would break the election massively towards Trump in a popular vote and in an electoral vote. So if he doubles the number of Latino votes he got last time to 17%, that massively puts him over the top in electoral and in popular votes. Okay? Uh, these are record numbers. You know, and the, the big thing is a lot of Latinos, uh, they're... Parents and grandparents uh, 
immigrated legally or sought asylum here from, let's say, uh, a country like Cuba, uh, and they, they've seen socialism, and they don't want to go back. They don't want to, I don't mean go back physically, literally, to their home countries. I mean, they don't want to go in reverse and see the freedom they had taken away. Uh, you know, there's, there's Jorge, the ultimate fighter guy. I can't remember his last name. Uh, he was telling a story like, well, grandpa, or no, he asked his dad, pardon me. His dad came over here on a raft from Cuba. Uh, and he's, his dad says, you don't understand the choices that you have here in America. And he, and he said to his dad, well, you mean like I can choose between McDonald's and Burger King? And his dad said, no, no, no. In Cuba, you can choose between McDonald's and nothing. It, and he didn't mean McDonald's literally. His dad explained to him, you can choose to stand in line for food for hours. And it's the food that the government decides they're going to give you. And maybe that store or that government building runs out of the food the government decided to give you and then you have to go to the next government building or store and that's how you have no choices in Cuba you have to stand in line for the government food and sometimes the government's food runs out and you have to go to the next store and uh, Jorge uh, who beat up Nate Diaz for like baddest ass fighter on the planet or something. <coughs> Jorge explains. You know, these folks that came here, they don't want to, they don't want to see America become the socialist and communist hellholes that they just escaped. And it's not a hellhole because of the people. It's a hellhole because of the government. Just like America's dream cities. San Francisco. Man, I used to, as a kid, I went, I dreamt of going to San Fran. It was like it was like a larger than life place. And of course, I'm a small town kid. I'm still a small town kid, small town kid at heart. But I dreamt of going and seeing San Francisco. Los Angeles, Hollywood, the Big Apple, New York City. Now, they say in order to walk the streets of San Fran, I'm sure it's not every street, but bad enough, you have to put an app on your phone to point out where the, the, the drops of human poop are on the streets. That's what government got San Francisco. That's what... Big government bureaucracy and taxation and regulation got San Francisco. That's what big government taxation and mono government monopoly uh, and what, what else was I saying? Regulations got Los Angeles. And people that were like, you know, big actors and... Uh, they weren't even conservatives. Uh, Joe Rogan is the most famous one, or infamous one, but picked up and left California for Texas. Uh, Elon Musk shut down his Tesla auto factory and moved his factory and himself to Texas because there's more freedom. And Kamala Harris says that California is the model for the rest of the United States. Hello. Wake up, Americans. Like our immigrants have woken up. Like our African Americans have woken up. Or at least 31% of them. And realize the Democrats are, are just feeding you a, a line of bull. Line of baloney stuffings, lies, fibs, fairy tales, whatever you want to call it. San Francisco, where you have to 
you have an app on your phone where you can warn your friends don't step in shit on the corner of, you know, 59th and 101st Street. That's the America you want? You want the government breathing down your neck? I don't know, guys. Couple of days we'll find out. I I predict Trumpy baby will win an an electoral and a an electoral landslide, electoral college landslide. But I predict he'll win the popular vote as well. Uh, Florida, I've heard even the early voting is breaking hard towards Trump. The Democrats have pulled out of Ohio. Uh, Trump is uh, close or within the margin of error uh, in all of the battleground and swing states. Uh, I don't see how he can lose Pennsylvania when Biden is threatening to take away their fracking oil and natural gas jobs. But I don't know. Some people think Franco Harris caught that pass in 1972 against the Raiders. So whatever. Uh, but, uh, well, the, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, I think it's the last print newspaper left in Pittsburgh, uh, endorsed Donald Trump this weekend. That's a huge endorsement to get, uh, endorsed by a newspaper in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. I actually, I like going to the Steel City, um. I go to Steel City Comic Con every three months. Hopefully they have it in December. The government governor of PA doesn't screw the pooch on that. And I um I used to love going to Bucko games, the Battle and Buckos, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the team that drafts great players and then trades them away once they become great stars, doesn't pl- doesn't pay its players, has the highest revenue and the lowest uh Payroll in Major League Baseball. Well, whatever. That's a whole other uh, thing to talk about. But, hey, remember, take five friends to the polls on Election Day. Like, share, subscribe to the podcast and YouTube page. Um, on Twitter, you can find me at the real underscore Big John. On Parlor, you can find me at the real Big John, all one word. And on Facebook, this is Big John's conservative op-ed page. Uh, Thank you for staying through another panic attack with Big John. Peace out. I love you guys. God bless you and uh, pray for each other. Have a great night. Let's listen to a little crying of the steel geek. (laughs) 